Hey, it's us, Amanda and Megan. Glad you're here. Grab your juice box. Let's dive right in. Okay. Oh, you sounded like a preschool teacher. I think yes, with I the did. clap and the like time the together. Let us gather Ooh. around the circle rug, friends. What are we learning today? Today we're learning how the weather is hormonal, and it has been <laughs> sunshine, rain, snow all day Blizzard long. Blizzard mixed with. It's been so bizarre. Sun. It is weird. So bizarre. I had a phone call today. I called someone to ask them a question, and um, I was like, "Hey, what are you up to?" And she's like, "I'm just about to head out for a hike." And I was like, Ugh. "Really?" I was like, "That's." wow you're hardcore and she's like what do you mean i was like wait a second where are you and she's like oh i'm in maui and i was like you dumb dumb oh man <laughs> and she's like why and i was like oh um a blizzard just ended two minutes ago and she's like oh that's too bad yeah i'm in maui for the week and i was like okay hmm. good luck <laughs> bye <laughs> i was like nothing really, nice to I was, like, say really mad i was like oh, okay we'll talk to you later well every yeah. week we sort of plan some sort of an update right for every yeah. episode and for this update i stared and stared and stared at the screen and just thought all i can think about is the weather right now all i can I know. think about is the weather yeah it Megan, it's just, it's really taken over. And you can tell everyone, I, I hate that we talk about the weather so much. That's all everyone talks about. But everyone ever, it's on everyone's mind. It, it is on everyone's mind. April starts tomorrow. Uh, two days. Yeah, tomorrow? two days. Yes, two days. Two days, yeah. And there's snow on the ground still. Oh, it's not okay. If we lived in Minnesota or Alaska, it'd be okay. Well, and you know, I actually tell myself there. that all the time. When I like wake up and I'm irritated as a blizzard, I'm like, well... If I lived in like Buffalo, New York, I'd be like in seven feet of snow. So yeah. at least I'm like only in seven inches. Like, okay. You know, I try to, I try to put myself yeah, in the Buffalo. People, the people in Buffalo knew what they were getting into when they moved there. Oh, wow. You need to write to us, Buffalonians. Like that's, <laughs> I need to know how you got there. Okay. I have lots of questions. Anyway, so you don't really have anything to report? No. I don't really either. No. It's fine. Move along. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this week we're kicking off a four-part series that we are not going to release um, one after the other. Y- yeah, and every They'll single week. They'll kind of be broken up. Yeah, we're going to do it like once a month. Yeah. Um, but it's all about seasonal parenting. And not the weather. Yeah, <laughs> even though we love the weather, not about the weather. So we've broken it up into four seasons, four parenting seasons. Babies and toddlers, that's the first one. Kids, second one. Tweens and teens, third one, and young adults. So today we're talking about babies and toddlers, which when we asked in a poll, only 19% of our listeners voted for this as their favorite season. <laughs> and a lot of people voted, like a lot of people did. So it was kind of interesting to see that this was, was this the lowest? No, this it wasn't was the, not lowest. the lowest. It was no, the lowest, but no, I don't want to say what the lowest yeah, we're not going to give it away, but it was, it's only 19%. So yep. kind of unusual. And although I enjoy every aspect of every season, because that's what do. I said I would say when I left the hospital with my children. <laughs> um, I live for babies. You know this, mm-hmm. especially newborns. I love them. Um, so I am here for this conversation, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. I am here and I am ready. Are you ready for this conversation, Megan? How do you personally feel about this season of babies and toddlers? Listeners probably know how I feel about this as well. Okay. Based on the tone of my voice and its oh. difference from yours. Oh, <laughs> I am but trying to keep my voice at a normal tone right now. Yes. I'll, I'll share my brutally honest feelings about this in okay. a second. But first, what exactly do you love about babies? Can you please explain this? They're helpless. And they just, <laughs> they just need to be on your body. Ta- like, I feel like a, like a chimpanzee. <laughs> 
mommy chimpanzee. <laughs> and they just like stick to your body. And they're just so snuggly and they fit in every little crevice. And they're so small and they smell so good and their bums are so small. Like everything is just so new. And you know what? I'm not, I can't even look at you because I'll probably start crying. Newborns are so close to heaven. Like I know that it's like it sounds. Everyone's like, "What are she talking no. about?" But there is something about a newborn where I'm like, "Oh my gosh, heaven's right there. I can see it right past your eyeballs. Like <laughs> they are so close to heaven." And Aww. I just, I can just, I can, I could have a newborn every day of my life. I, I'm not affected by the lack of sleep, which is but, incredible. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm just like high. I don't know, but. I just love it. High on that so, but you baby don't powder, feel baby lotion goodness. Yes. Most people do not feel this way. And I think no. you're one of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My feelings line up with the majority of our listeners who okay. don't adore this phase of raising kids. You have no idea what your baby needs because those sweet little souls can't tell you. And that yeah. drives me nuts. It's a guessing game. It really is. Yeah. yeah. Sleepless nights and spit up and always losing those tiny socks oh, everywhere. I, know. I adored every one of my kids when they were babies. Uh-huh. And I am so, so glad they are not babies anymore. Yeah. Unless yeah. I can be convinced otherwise or reminded of all the magical things about babies. Yeah. Uh, it's not my favorite. You know Sorry. what? I completely understand. Most people feel that way. And I... It's not, I'm not like going to try and convince you otherwise because I do understand it. As much as I love newborns, it is nice to sleep through the night. Like, yeah. you know, there, I, but I don't know. I'm, I totally understand that. Respect, Megan. I respect that. Oh. Shake my hand. I respect that. You didn't even shake my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't so, know if we've ever dared shake hands. That'd be kind of weird. <laughs> Just like hugging. Who uh, does that? Okay, weird. wait. If you took the poll, would uh-huh. you vote babies and toddlers as your number one favorite? Only because I haven't experienced much else. Mm. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, that'd probably be my, my yeah, I'd probably vote babies and toddlers first. And then probably, uh, Megan, you know, I can't even vote mm. because I just like it all. Toddlers say really funny things, but it's nice to have a conversation with kids. Like there's just different, there's pros and cons to every single phase, frankly. But yeah. I still, I would probably vote babies number one. So okay. I don't know. Good to know. And I know what you would vote, but we can't give it away because not yet. Yeah, that's gonna come. We're not there yet. Episode. Yeah. So um because sometimes we hear we get tired of hearing our own thoughts and our own voices, we actually called on our listeners to bring this topic across the finish line. So tonight we have four mini interviews with parents who are deep in this season right now. And we have three questions that we're asking parents. Number one. What is the best part of this season? Number two, what is the hardest? And number three, what is one of your fondest memories of this season? So with that being said, let's kick it off. Let's do it. Okay. Hi. We have our first guest who is my brother. (laughs) Uh, Introduce yourself, please. Tell us your your name. Uh, Chris Woods. Very first and last name. Good job. People can Google you now. Now they can find you. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, tell us where you live and the ages and genders of your offspring, please. I just gave them my name, and now you want me to tell them where I live. And maybe your address and your you know security. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, So I live in Kansas City, um, in a little town of the suburbs by the name of Spring Hill, and. Uh, we have four kids. Our oldest is going to be six here in a couple of weeks. And so our age ranges are from six, four, three, 
and a two-month-old. So, yeah. <laughs> and his wife in the back yeah, she like, whispering. <laughs> don't, don't, let's reiterate that it's only two months. We're only two months out, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, Faye's over here going, Ada's closer to two than three, so she's she's a two-year-old. So so your your kids are as right now, today, five, four, feels like two, and two and a half she months. Is two, but she's closer to three than two. Oh, she is two. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Hey, we're like a month and a half away. Yeah. Okay. I All think right. the point is that you are deep in the trenches right now. You are in the throes of toddlerhood. Very much so. 24-7 toddlers. <laughs> Sounds delightful. <laughs> what a dream. <laughs> okay, so uh, keeping this parenting season in mind, not that you could forget it anytime soon, tell us what is the best part of this parenting season that you are in? <sighs> I think, you know, it, toddler season is kind of a mixed bag. And a lot of the goods are, can like be bads at the same time. So with our newborn, um, you know, one of the things that I love is getting all of the snuggle time, all of the snuggle time, um, because you know, when they're, they're newborn and so dependent on you, you just have to hold them for a lot of the times. And I think like Faye and I, my wife and I, we don't even hold our kids as much as like a lot of people do, like we use swings or bouncers or whatever it is, or we'll let them have time on the floor just so that, you know, we can go do our, our stuff that we need to do. But, uh, you know, I think being able to have just that unlimited snuggle time in the like infant stage is one of the best things. And then as you know, they grow older, you know, you, you get some of that, but not nearly as much. Like right now with our oldest, she will still snuggle for like, hey, do you want to come snuggle on the couch, watch a movie? But it's not the, like, I want to snuggle now. I'm going to go pick him up and, and we're just going to, like. <laughs> forced we, we, snuggles. That, that forced snuggles, exactly. <laughs> uh, but I, I think that's probably my favorite or like one of the best things of this stage is just being able to have as much time as possible. And I've been incredibly blessed too, um, with my personal situation. You know, I, when our first was born, I was in school and, um, it was like, I was doing some online courses, so I was still at home. So I've had a lot of time with her. And then on top of that, you know, we had COVID and, and everything else. So, um, I've done a lot of at home school. I've done uh, had a lot of time with them because of COVID and working from home and doing school from home. And then now I work remote. So I have been home for pretty much all of my kids' lives. So it's been incredibly uh, just satisfying to like watch them grow and see how they, they change so much in like such a small space of time. Uh, so for me, I think that's one of the, the best things about this time. That's very satisfying. I've never like put that together. That is like really unique. That's really cool. Wow. How cool that you've set your lives up like that, that you guys, that you get to be home with them. I mean, even though you're working, isn't it still yeah. fun to like hear them in the other room? Like, I don't know, making fart jokes. Like, I, I don't know. It's still fun to be involved. Which is funny because you know my perspective of this age group and yeah. I hear that like, oh, you get to be home with them 24 seven. 
Wow. But Megan, wait, <laughs> Megan, you didn't hear what he just said. He's home, but he's not with them 24. He's home. He's in the other room. He's in his office right That's now. Fair. That's fair. He's not like on the ground changing diapers 24 <laughs> 7. He's working and listening to the sweet sounds of his children's laughter. He's got the sweet spot. He does. Yeah. He does. He really does. Yeah. Okay. So then tell us. I mean, it sounds like nothing is hard or challenging <laughs> in this phase because of how beautifully you just phrased <laughs> the best parts. But, you know, is there like something a little hard or a little challenging <laughs> at all? Do they ever not want to snuggle over there? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, so, you know, what we were just talking about and being home and like having them in the other room and I can hear them and see them. It's like we said, it's like a double-edged sword because so many times where I am on a video conference, I thank goodness have a like filter on my camera so they can't see anything behind me, but my door will open. Like I see it open behind me because the way my office is set up, my computer is like here, my door is directly behind me. So no matter what I do, you can see that door. And so I'll just see like the, the blurred image of the door start to open the youngest girl, <laughs> she's, she likes to be in here. She likes to be around where, where the action is. So she'll come in and pop in her head and dad, dad, it doesn't matter if I'm on a call or whatever. And she just is always popping in. So um, I think it, it's a hard balance to be able to be here and work here and also like give the time and attention that I want to give them as well. Um, because like, I will change the baby's diaper. I'll change her diapers um, in the middle of work. If I get off of a call, I can, you know, pull them in here and do it in here. It's a, uh, it's a hard balance right now. Bedtimes are really difficult for us. Oh, um, really? What about it? So our oldest to share a bedroom, um, which is fine. They <laughs> is it really? Is it? <laughs> it, it, it's okay. They uh, they're great. Look at him trying to talk himself into it. It's it's good. It's good. <laughs> well, well, you know how we uh, kids. We don't have favorite children. We definitely don't have favorite children. But Never. there is child who causes more problems than the other. <laughs> So one day when she listens to this, I'm sure she'll be able to pick herself out. But <laughs> we'll go through our bedtime routine and everyone's good to go sitting in bed. And they will go, I want to play. Can you set a timer? Like, no, we just got done with bedtime routine. It's time to go to bed. And then we get the fits. So like she's full on in the in the terrible, I can't, I mean, she's terrible four, terrible yeah. fours. Point. Yeah. But we've tried to sit down and do all of the bazillion different strategies there are to deal with that. And, you know, it seems like one night, one thing works, one night, another thing works. You know, one thing as a new parent, and that I think we've done a pretty good job of navigating, but was hard originally was all of the unsolicited parenting advice <laughs> and trying to navigate what we should and shouldn't mm. do. Yeah. Uh, I think as, as new parents, that was definitely one of the biggest challenges. Cause you know, you don't, 
you know, it's a life that you're in charge of. So you don't want to mess up. You don't want to do all these different things, but then you're here in a zillion different ways. And Megan and I have said this a couple different times in conversation, but you know, for the most part, people are going to turn out okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> so, Look at um, us. We're fine. Look at all of us. We're thriving. <laughs> My parents are like, get in bed right now. <laughs> We're yeah, fine. You know, the, the ways that we, we deal with our kids, the ways that we are challenged by them and, and how we respond, you know, for the most part, they turn out okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, there might be some things later on in life where like, mm, maybe I do this because of that. But I think for the most part, they're going to be okay no matter what strategy you use, what parenting advice that you don't take and whatever it might be. We all kind of figure it out in the end, which is a comfort, I guess. But Yeah, well, and good for you for learning that now while you're still in kind of the very beginning yeah. throes of parenting with four kids. Yeah, yeah, you have the advantage over the rest of us. I still haven't learned that yet. Very good. All right. Well, last question, and then we'll let you go back to that blissful bedtime. Yep. <laughs> they are in bed already and seemingly, oh, my wife is shaking her head no. That <laughs> oh, oh, <Okay>. no. <laughs> <laughs> good try. So what is one of your fondest memories of this season of parenting? Something you don't want to forget. Besides the four snuggles. Something funny or something your kids have said or done that you were like, that was such a highlight of these years. Um, well, one thing I will always hold on to are like, I have always gotten really funny videos of all of them as they've been babies. Um, like every single one of our kids. I think those are things that, you know, I'll always kind of keep. Save those for your kids. Don't kids, I mean, kids always like looking at their own videos and pictures. I don't even tell you this, but yes, just save them. Go put them like on a DVD. I don't even know what's going to be around when they're older, but save them, Christopher. That's to my the cloud. advice. To the oh, cloud. to the cloud. Oh, there we go. I was like, I don't know where you're going to save them, but yeah, save them to the save cloud. Save them somewhere. <laughs> put them in your back pocket. <laughs> That's very sweet though. I like, I, I hold on to those things too. I like that a lot. And you've got four kids. There's a lot of those videos, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Very good. And any unsolicited advice that you would like to give our listeners as a veteran expert parent of toddlers? You know, speaking of someone who doesn't like to get solicited advice, I bet you love to give it. What do you got for us? The one thing that we've done differently with our our fourth, you know, fourth time around learn things. So preface this, all of our kids have been really good sleepers. This little guy, we, uh, we did it at one month, yeah, uh, a whim and it was amazing. So sleep training, um, I'm not going to tell you how to do it or like what to do because kids are different, but uh, I'm a big believer in sleep training and getting your bed and your bedroom back to yourself. And yeah, so that, yeah. that would be the biggest thing that I would say, cause Get your personal life getting going again. Yeah, that sleep affects everything. Yeah. Sleep is amazing. <laughs> we didn't write that on a new sweatshirt. Sleep is amazing. <laughs> we'll put that on your sweatshirt for you, Chris. We'll send that to you later. <laughs> Very good. Well, I think that is well said. And you know, Chris is humble enough not to tell our listeners how to do it, but I'll, I'll tell you how to do it. <laughs> yeah, you will. <laughs> I'll tell you what to do. But oh man, I'm right there with you. I love it. Well, Chris, 
we have really enjoyed your advice and your thoughts as a veteran parent of toddlers and babies. Well done. Look at you. You're thriving, surviving, and giving people advice. I don't know how, how much better it can get. Nope. Well, I mean, he does have to go put his girls back to bed, so it could I'll get a little get better. <laughs> Hey, it wasn't unsolicited because my sister asked me to do this. So we, yeah, uh, we did ask for it. <laughs> advice for one time. Yeah, yeah. Let it be it. known he only gives solicited advice. Exactly. Good on ya. Good on ya. <laughs> Very good. All right. Well, thank you so much. Goodbye and good night. Thanks. Bye. Love ya. Love you. Bye. That was fun, and so good to hear from a dad. Yes. What a unique perspective. Well, and I, but also he's like a very involved dad. So it's nice to hear because often we just talk about moms because right. that's all we know. So it was just fun to hear from a dad who is, who is, I was equal parts involved. He is equal parts involved just in different ways, but is involved. And I thought that was really refreshing. Yeah. That was yeah. fun. That was fun. All right. So then now that we've heard from a male, the male, the male perspective. Very good. Let's hear from the female's perspectives. Yeah. Now we have another mom from Columbus, Ohio. For our listeners, please go ahead and tell us your first name, um, how many kids you have and their ages, and where you live. Okay. So I'm Caitlin. We currently live in Columbus, Ohio. I have four kids, eight, six, almost six. He's five, almost six, three, and 10 months next week oh so you are in the throes of child raising you're in the kid the baby toddler kid season kid. yeah 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 okay so for you know our listeners that are thinking about having toddlers <laughs> or who have toddlers oh, and, yeah, just, yeah. and just need some moral support. <laughs> they need some advice from our friend Caitlin. What, um, what is your favorite part of the baby toddler season? Um, so I thought about it. I had two. My first favorite thing is like just all of the cuddles and extra, you know, kind like mom time. That you don't get with old, I mean, my older boys could just, they'd rather die than like have a hug from me. So (laughs) Um, I really enjoy that. And then I also love seeing them like accomplish and learn new things like so frequently Mm. because it really tapers down as they get older, but just like my 10 month old, like crawling, talking, waving, laughing you know, mama, dada, like all within like the last couple of months. So it's been really fun to like see her learn all of those new things, which right. My eight year old is not learning right. <laughs> new things every, so every few months. So it's just really fun. That yeah. I, I that never even crossed my mind. Yeah. It's like those parenting paydays ah. when they're little, you get so many more of them. And then as they get yeah. older, it starts to <laughs> gradually wean. That makes so much <laughs> sense. And see, this is a, this is a case in point why we're interviewing so many different people because that ha- that has never even crossed my mind. But as you say, I'm like, oh, you're right. That makes this season so fun. Yeah, the positive reinforcement. Yeah, Aww. yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Okay, so um, what would you say is one of the hardest parts of the baby toddler season? So I feel like it's because they're constantly needing you. It's like a very... It's like, great, because they want you, they hug you, they love you, 
but then they want you, they hug you, they love you. And I feel like it's just constant, like bomb diffusing. Mm-hmm. Oh my like, gosh. Yes. Have I not described this to other people the same way? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is like you are diffusing emotional bombs every hour yeah. of the day. And look, she just said it too. That means yeah. it's valid. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, what like fire am I putting out or how do I avoid this bomb from going off? Because, you know, I cut, I folded a paper and I cut a heart out and we didn't want to fold in our heart. <laughs> right. You know, so it's just like stuff you just don't anticipate just really you think you're doing the right thing and we- you're just absolutely not. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's you think you're doing the right thing yeah. and you're not. Well, you have to be you have to be on all the time and not only that, but then you have to be ready to pivot every yeah. totally. second of every day. It's a lot mentally and emotionally yeah. for small children. It's like you're in a game of survivor yeah. almost. Like you you know you always have to be mentally on. <laughs> like you cannot let your your judgment lapse for a moment or else who knows what could happen, right? <laughs> Feels like that. So, Caitlin, what is one of your like fondest or just like a fun memory from your kids as toddlers and babies that you're like, that was so fun. That was so funny. I never want to forget that. So I think for me, it's like the funny things that they say. And like every family has like their own thing. But recently my husband was doing an externship in Pittsburgh and my (laughs) three-year-old kept asking when dad was coming home from Pittsburgher. <laughs> so we continue to call it Pittsburgher. Sorry if anyone <laughs> in Pittsburgh. Hilarious. Just, it's just funny, like just funny. And every yeah. family, right, has like their own yeah. things. Like, and Bodie says it's noon, noon, New York. <gasps> New so, like, York. New New York. And so like we're, oh, we're moving to New New York. So just cute things that they say because, you know, as they, they grow out of things yeah. or like Maddox would call guitars two tars. Those are like some of like just things that you remember them saying and you're like, oh, I hope they never grow out of it. And then yeah. just one day he was like, mom, it's a guitar. I've been saying it wrong. And I was like, no. Uh, who told you? <laughs> who did this? So, yeah, just like the funny things that they say. Those that's probably like just some good memories because it they say some things a lot, and so you yeah. hear it a lot, and it just becomes like part of your routine almost. So yeah, yeah. Do you write those yeah. things down? I have them written down, and I actually saw um, the Walker Goods owner. Mm-hmm. She like makes a book for her husband of all the funny stuff that oh. her kid says. Yeah, for Christmas, and I was like. That's actually brilliant because it's a good gift and you get to like have that. I just have like in a notes on my phone. Same. Right? So it's like, I never like look at really ever like pull it up and look at it, but she just like makes a chat book. So she'll like just put in pictures of the kids and then it says like, you know, Bodie this, mom this, dad this, Bodie this. And so it's like a conversation oh. of how the funny thing was. And I was like, that is so smart. That's yeah. so smart. Oh, I love that idea. I actually want to do that yeah. too. That's such a good idea. Yeah. For all those parents yeah. who still just have toddlers or are expecting soon, keep yeah. that in mind. It's yeah. a little too late for yeah. us to do that for some of our older kids. <laughs> totally. Totally. But I mean, even older so kids say funny things. My kids still say things all the time. And I'm like, oh, I'm not, you know, like they just say things that are really funny. Yeah. My Shepherd, my three-year-old, just last night, I was putting him to bed and he's like, well, mom, 
I'll see you. I'll see you next morning. And I was like, see you yeah. next morning. But he's like, oh, that's tomorrow. And I was like, yep, see you next morning, son. It was like I went and wrote it down because I thought, oh, yeah. like he's being genuine. Yeah. And and I'm yes. gonna forget I'm gonna forget it. Even though you're like, I'll always remember. I will forget. So yeah. anyways, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Well, then I'm going to put you on the spot one last – I didn't tell you this question beforehand, but, you know, as a mom of four who is putting out emotional bombs all day long, how do you how do you stay sane? I don't know. How, how else would you rephrase that? Would you – What do you do for yourself? What is your, yeah, how do your you, self-care, basically? I mean, it's like, – how do you – Yeah, it's late at night. Here yeah. you are laughing with us. You're obviously doing just fine. How did you get here? <laughs> Uh, so for me, it's definitely been a huge learning curve. I feel like at, with one kid, you and your kid are like best friends. You like get a really good routine. You, you know, you wake up, you go to the park, you have lunch or you're still working. So maybe kids at daycare, whatever. Like Maddox was like my best little buddy. We just, we woke up, we'd go to the park, we'd come home for lunch. He'd take a nap, we'd go back to the park and then, you know, it was time for dinner. So I was like, that was just like our routine. And then you throw another kid in the mix. And so then it's like, oh, okay, well, during, you know, Milo's nap time, we'll do a craft or something. And so I feel like I, that's kind of when you start to kind of lose yourself. Cause with one kid during nap time, I would read or, you know, whatever, just sit and watch a show or yeah. that was kind of my me time. And then with two kids, it's harder. Three kids, like maybe like my oldest was in preschool, but it was like two hours, but then I had three kids and it was like, you know, different nap times. Nobody's napping at the same time, just crazy. So anyway, it was a kind of a learning curve, but I try to like get up and do a workout every morning. And I just tell my kids like, okay, like I have 25 minutes that I'm going down in the basement to do my workout. If you need something, it has to wait. But I usually, you know, Here's yeah. your cereal and your water bottle is filled up. There's cheeses on the counter. You will not die in the next 25 minutes. Like, sprinkle the Cheerios on the floor. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I try to listen to like audiobooks when I'm doing, mm. you know, putting the dishes away when the kids are still happily playing with toys, you know, by themselves. The older boys are in school all day now. And then, you know, a treat yourself like, today was hard. I'm going to have a double scoop of ice cream tonight yeah. or, you know, like, and just chatting with other mom friends on the phone or sending a quick text. I try to be good about texting friends near and far because it means a lot to me when people reach out to me. So I try to like remember my friends so that maybe they were feeling down and like just uh, thinking about you today. hope everything's going great. Kind of a thing. Cause that always cheers me up. So she does that for me. She's, she texts me sometimes. <laughs> oh, she texted me. It's so sweet. She's really good at it. You are really good at reaching out to other moms. And I think that means a lot to everyone. So I think that's really sweet. That answer also makes me laugh because I said, what do you do for yourself? And one of the answers was I text other people to check on them. I'm like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> Too, I know. We're gonna have a little, you know, back and forth, catch yeah. up with people, and yeah, yeah, stay in touch. So, I think yeah. that's so sweet. That is sweet. Well, Caitlin, thanks. We're grateful for you. Yeah, thank you so much. It's so nice to talk to you. Okay, thanks, guys. Goodbye. Okay, I love talking to Caitlin. Every time I talk to her, it's just a breath of fresh air. It was so delightful, and I learn something every time. Yes, thank you so much to Caitlin for yes. allowing us to interview her. 
Yes. And now we're going to pop across the country. Can you hear our delightful kids in the background? They are so, they're so sweet. And then we're, no, we're going to pop across the country to Arizona and go interview a dad in Arizona. For all of our listeners, this is our good friend, Clark. Clark is a dad to, well, why don't you dive into it? Yeah. In- introduce yeah. us to you and your family. Where do you live? What are the ages and genders of your children? Great. All right. So I'm a girl dad, got three girls, uh, Charlotte, Lucy, Alice. They are six, four, and one and a half, just over one and a half. Been married 10 years and I guess 11 and three months, so or two months coming up. And uh, we live in Gilbert, Arizona. We've been here since uh, last summer. And before that, I've been in New York for just over seven years. So adjusting to suburban life and loving it so far. So Clark, why don't you tell us, we have three questions for you tonight. Number one, what is the hardest part of being in the season you're in? Because you are in the busy child raising stages of life. You know, you've got all these young kids, you are all hands on right now. So what's the hardest part? And then tell us what the best part is. Got it. Um, hardest part. So there's, it is three on two, the suburb, um, life has been good. I thought that when I would be, so in New York, I was kind of working till 10 PM, you know, on average, and now I'm getting home more at like six. And I thought, oh, life's going to be so much easier because I'm now home at six. But in fact, it just means I'm now home for the chaos of (laughs) dinner and bedtime. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, uh, it's a different form of stress, but it's, you know, in a lot of ways more challenging than just controlling my own work thing, you know, staying in the office. Mm -hmm. So you come home, you're tired, and then it's uh, getting these kids to eat. And it's just like verbal abuse (laughs) when it comes to food. (laughs) This is terrible, disgusting, you know, and it's... uh, I think that's a great job, you know, variety of food, like really healthy, delicious. And I'm like loving it. And our <laughs> girls are just not. Although I will say, so it just depends. Um, our, I, I feel like the toddler age is great. At least our toddler, they, they typically eat everything. And they're okay. just so excited about new food that they're just, they eat it all. And then something happens. I don't know if it's like late twos or when it is, but then all of a sudden they're just not interested anymore. Hmm. And it gets, uh, it gets a little bit more difficult, but that's at least how it's been for our first two. We'll see if, we'll see if our third will just keep eating. Um, yeah, dinner time is tough, and then mm. uh, bedtime, a little tough. And then by the end of it, you're just kind of like, are you on that kind of part of the couch? I'm on this part. Of the couch. Like, let's, just, <laughs> let's just recoup and maybe not talk to each other for a little bit. And that's uh, so real. That's so right. real. Yeah, yeah. Silence. And then yeah, and so I feel like we're not really it's harder to invest in each other, you know, yeah. as a couple, cause you're just like pouring into the kids and mm-hmm. then, um, and then it's the weekend and you got to make use of the time, but it's so fun. I mean, and so what's really fun right now too, Charlotte is starting sports and things and, you know, music classes and different things. And, you know, she's in kindergarten. And so that's so fun, mm-hmm. um, that she's kind of having her own, like huge personal development. Sure. And then, uh, Lucy as well, like, our four-year-old, we're starting to see she's super artistic, which is kind of fun. Like, yeah. Our, our first is too, but it's just fun to see little talents starting mm-hmm. to emerge. So that's yeah. really great. And then um, 
the taller age is just i actually love it i think it's so fun big emotions um but uh so curious and now able to show affection mm. and so that's just so for me like the newborn stage i'm a little on the outside is that you know it's like yeah. a change diaper every now and then and like a bottle um but, but like the baby's less interested in me and I don't know, there's a little less of a connection. And when it's the toddler age, I feel like it's a little more hands-on. And uh, and so it's fun to be wanted and needed a little bit by your kids. And yeah. uh, lots of big hellos in the morning, getting home from work, like, dad, like running over. So that's really fun. Yeah, you're um, the family celebrity. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I get to pop in and save the day. I didn't make dinner, you know, so I'm not. <laughs> I, there was one time I, I like brought home donuts or something, and I was just like, the hero you know and ellie had asked me to get the donuts but i got all the credit and uh you know i was the best so sometimes it's nice to to be the dad yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i bet oh i hear that uh-huh. yeah it's very good so clark what so, are some um what are some of your like fondest or funniest or favorite moments from this season you know you've got all these very precocious happy communicative girls what are some of your funniest memories with them yeah so years ago uh so she was how old would she have been she was like around under two still in diapers and still in a crib and uh and i get the blame but i had put her down (laughs) for a nap um and my the the fatal error that i did was i didn't put i changed her diaper um, but I didn't put any shorts on or any like covering. So what happened was she went to bed. She uh, she went poop, <laughs> and oh, no. that woke her up. Um, oh. And and she was like, "Huh, what's what's going on in here?" And <laughs> you know, un- undid the diaper and then just proceeded to like <laughs> grab it feel the texture oh. and then decided that it would look great over every surface of her bedroom and so oh. we you know and she was just kind of quietly happily mm, painting with her new material yeah and uh <laughs> new material and, yeah it, and, and so her new medium and, and we just hear it, we're like what is that yeah what is what's going on and we open the door and it just hit oh. in the face with the smell you know oh. just like I, I don't know. Anyway, I don't need to describe it, but it's just, it was like, oh, you know, it kind of makes you tear up a little bit. Just disgusting. And, um, Ellie discovered it. And so she was like, uh, Clark, can you get over here? And, uh, um, <laughs> those are exact over. words. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't, she couldn't handle, well, she couldn't or wouldn't, you know, I don't know what it was, but I was there with some, a lot of Lysol, a lot of, oh, just, oh every on my knees on the hardwood oh, new york you know oh burn it all apartment floors just scrub it scrub it, scrub it but oh, anyway man. i think i think it's those things like that that layer by layer it actually builds some love for your kids you know you're oh, like yeah. okay yeah. you poured a lot in but yeah that was that was a little bit brutal yeah um and i and i will say like i rarely am left in charge of all the kids by myself you know mm-hmm. it happens a couple times a month and uh I feel like there's usually an injury or whatever, uh, basically immediately when I'm left alone. And I don't know. I don't, I refuse to take full responsibility for those injuries. They're just like freak accidents. I don't, mm-hmm. but they always seem to happen once mom's out of the picture. Mm-hmm. So that's the other yeah. 
That's the other funny thing. But. Listen, you guys, the dads can't be fault. Like, you can't be the hero all the time, Clark. You, like, you can't always be the good cops. Something- maybe maybe that's why they get yeah. injured every time. They know that's dad I mean. is Superman, so he can there fix everything. Oh, really? Because I was also like, maybe they, maybe the kids need to, are like, we need to humble dad a little bit. He's oh. like too high on his haunches. Like, let's, let's I like, like that one better. knock our head yeah. on the corner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's something like that. Yeah. yeah. It's fun. Those are some fun ones. I'm trying to think of... Uh, Think of others. There's just the the brutal like ruthlessness of truth that comes out of mm. like a three year old. It's like mm. you have a big belly, you know, or <laughs> whose bun's bigger, yours or mom's? <laughs> I think it's yours. You know, you're like, yeah, thanks. You That's know? the right like, answer. So sort of, yeah, yeah, that was that is the right answer. Yeah, that is the right answer. Anyway. Oh man. Well, do you have Lots any? Do you have any advice for parents that are in similar situation? You know how we feel about unsolicited advice, so we're soliciting oh, sh- your advice. Oh, right. Yeah. What advice much. would you have for uh, people who are in your same boat? Yeah, um, I think it's good to check in with the spouse and mm. just be like, "Hey, where are we heading?" Do you still like this? Like, do you still want to do not not with the kids? You can't return them. But like, uh, <laughs> are but, we past uh, our thirty day yeah. return, return policy? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I always when we have a newborn, I'm always like, oh, this was so much easier like two weeks ago. I know. But then now, like, I think every now and then there'll be some stress, and then I think it's good just to kind of go back and be like, hey, why are we doing this? These mm. are hard years. Like this is, you know, this will be worth it, especially with like balancing work and like the different roles. Cause for a long time, for a long time in New York, especially it was pretty lopsided mm. and it's been an adjustment to what does it look like now? Cause work's still very demanding, but I, I have more control, which just means I'm involved a, a lot more. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so it's just, I think when you're in the thick of it and it's tough, just kind of reminding yourself and your partner that like, oh yeah, this is this phase. Uh, mm. We did this on purpose, like, and where are we going? And mm. sometimes you'll cut things out and other times you'll just, just talking about it is, yeah, I feel good about, you know, what we're doing. And I remember why and yeah. it gives you that little, gives you the little boost that doesn't happen after you put kids to bed. Um, <laughs> you know, that's usually, that's usually, uh, Ellie and I have found, um, we have family in California, and so that's a long drive, and also some in Utah, so that'll be a drive. But uh, these long car rides are great, like, yeah, dates. Mm-hmm. You yes. Know? We'll do, like, a several-hour debrief of <laughs> – totally. I think those are really – those are great. So that's totally. that's, a, that's one of the things that's working, um, and, and I enjoy. But it's a ton of fun. Would encourage – would encourage parenthood and kids uh, to those thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, then we're going to end right there because yeah, exa- that is our mission statement and we are going to end right there. Yes. Clark, yeah. thank you. We always love talking thank to you. you. Yes. Thank you for taking so the time. So good to see you. You got it. Thanks Kay. so much. Goodbye and good night. Good luck with those girls. All right. Sounds good. Okay. Bye. <laughs> bye. That's why we interview dads because mm-hmm. it is, again, a different perspective and I learn something every time. Yeah. And Clark is so funny. I yeah. just enjoy talking to him every time. Yeah. Good luck with that bedtime, Clark. Good luck. I'm not cat. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. And now we are going to pop back to our home state. 
and we are going to go interview Kat, who happens to also be my cousin, but has a lot of good things to say about her toddler right now. Yeah, can't wait. Let's do it. Okay. Okay, so do us a favor. Start by telling us your name for all of our listeners, how many kids you have, and then- um, And their ages. And their ages. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. Let's go to that point. Okay. Well, I'm Kat. I'm Amanda's cousin. And my kids are, I've got three kids. Lucy is 10, Eric is seven, and Evangeline, Evie, is about 16 months right now. And Catherine, we reached out to her because you have a unique home because you've got these two other kids, your older kids, who are pretty Mm -hmm. independent and self-sufficient. They are. Yeah. Yes. And then you have Evie, who is Mm -hmm. right smack dab in an old toddler face. So you Mm -hmm. kind of are experiencing both. So yeah. tell us what and that's that, like. It's very interesting. Um, I always wanted my kids to be close together because that's how my siblings were. Um, and it was interesting. My husband and I, we just, you know, didn't agree and had some, you know, things going on. Um you know, the pandemic and things were happening and it was like, do we want to bring in another baby at this time in our lives? Like things were crazy. Um, but now that we have that, there's a five year gap between my youngest and my second youngest. And it is amazing to have, and I didn't anticipate that being so nice, but the older two, they are pretty self-sufficient most of the time. Mm -hmm. They still have different, needs and it's hard to balance those needs because when you're 16 months old your needs are very urgent and very black and white and she knows what she wants and if she's if those needs are not being met then that's really difficult for her to understand whereas with the older two I can kind of you know use logic but that's one of the things I had written down to talk to you about is how hard that is kind of splitting the time between those different needs Mm. but at the same time the older two are very helpful, very loving. And I love seeing their relationship with her. Cause I don't think that that would be the same if they were as close in age, yeah. you know, my son is just so genuine and sweet with her and mm. thinks she's the cutest thing to walk the earth yeah. and how he fawns over her is very, very cute. Mm, I love that. I like that you talked about logic. I'm glad that logic works in your home. I have not experienced that yet. Oh, oh, logic. We should just touch that topic. Logic. Try it. Let us know if it works for you. See how it goes. Verdict's still out. Yeah, you just think like, oh, you should be able to understand this. Sometimes I have to remind myself, like when I, especially when I'm frustrated with Lucy, my 10-year-old, I have to say, okay, I I feel like she should be able to understand this, but is this actually a developmentally appropriate expectation? Mm -hmm. And when I kind of slow down and ask myself that, sometimes I'm like, okay, no, yeah, that's actually a very appropriate response. The the amount of sass and (laughs) emotion that just came out of that child, Mm. that's really appropriate, and I need Mm. to be more patient. Mm. We can't talk about sass on this episode because it's not the right season, but I hear you and I see (laughs) you, ma'am. I see you. So Kat, tell us what are some of the hardest things about the toddler baby season in your home? Um, Well, kind of like I touched on before, it's just dividing the time between the kids because they Mm. have different um, emotional and social and even physical needs. Like Mm -hmm. I have to be around Evangeline a lot more because she is 
physically a danger to herself because she has no fear (laughs) and she likes to climb on bookshelves and our piano and things like that um and I'm sure you guys know what this feels like where you have to kind of you're still trying to preserve your sense of self and your own identity as a woman outside of motherhood Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's really hard for me to like I've got Evangeline who has all of these very present needs. So I'm trying to meet all these needs. And then my kids are, my older kids are coming and saying, Hey mom, can you play with me? Can you help me with this? Hey, can we spend some time together? And I don't like feeling like I'm in this habit of saying like, Oh, like I have to spend time with Evangeline right now, but we can do that later. But then when later comes around, I'm tired and I'm spent and I'm trying to have a little bit of time for myself because I'm overstimulated from Mm -hmm. a long day of them asking questions and meeting her needs and Mm -hmm. all of these things. So a lot of times it feels like that kind of that special time with them can go by the wayside unless I'm being very intentional about creating that time with them. Sometimes I have the mental space for that and sometimes I don't. Yeah. And that's hard because mom guilt is real. Yeah. Well, that's when you try. That's a really interesting topic to bring up. That's the idea of self-care when you Mm -hmm. have little kids. Mm -hmm. And I think that is so hard when you're in that season of life. What are some things that you do to separate yourself or to give yourself that time that you need to not be overstimulated or to just, again, self-care? What do you do? Well, just an example tonight, like we started talking about, there's this great gal, I can't even remember her name right now, but she has a parenting um, Instagram account and she talks about rising lava. And like when your lava is high, it's hard, like you're more easily stimulated and you're more likely to like blow your top and Mm. have a meltdown or something like that. But if you can keep your, bring your lava down, then you're less reactive and it takes more to get yourself to that point where you've you know blown your top and we've kind of adopted this into our family and when my kids are and because they understand that visual so well if they come to me and I'm irritated and stuff and they go oh mom is your lava high I say yes my lava is high right now and they know okay I'm gonna back off for a little bit because mom needs to bring our lava down and I'll say that to them hey my lava is really high right now I need to go have a few minutes to myself Hmm. to just breathe to just not be constantly stimulated you know yeah that's such a and great visual. I have never even thought of that no. before. Clever. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to send you her account because she's yeah. amazing. Um, so we've adopted that. And I even came home tonight from picking up the groceries. And that was a surprisingly frustrating experience today. <laughs> and my husband asked me, he's like, oh, are you okay? I said, my lava is high right now. He said, oh, okay. And he immediately stepped in and he got all of the kids ready for bed and put them down. And I could just focus on putting away the groceries and bringing my lava down. Yeah. And that was so nice. So I'm grateful that we have that open communication for that. And he'll say the same thing when his lava's high. I say, great. And I step in with the kids. And sometimes you just need to step away from that. And sometimes I need to channel that energy into other things. Sometimes Mm. when he's stressed, he wants to like deep clean the house. Mm. When I'm stressed, I need a creative outlet. So I need to go do something with my hands or Mm. read a book, you know, something that is a creative release for me. Yeah, sure. Is um Catherine is on the side, well, hobby, career. I'm not sure. Tell us what it is. A photographer. Like, I don't know. A photographer. <laughs> oh, so no. has that been one of your ways of Absolutely. self-care for yourself? Yeah. Absolutely. I am a different personality when I am shooting a wedding day. I am like bubbly, upbeat. I can be kind of a hard A and like get things done mm-hmm. if I need to. And that's not typically how I am in my personal relationships. I'm not going to get up there and like 
be bossy, even though I'm bossy in a really fun way as a wedding <laughs> photographer, you know? So having those breaks um, was amazing for me, amazing for my mental health, because it was, again, this sense of self outside of motherhood that I was surprisingly adept at. And it was so nice to have something. And then, and I w- always came back to my family refreshed and grateful and happy to see them. And I'm very lucky to have such a supportive and loving husband who supported the kids so that I could go do that. Love and it. it made a huge difference having that creative outlet. Yeah. Love it. What are, um, what are some of your favorite things about this season with Evie in particular? You know, you've got this busy, busy toddler. What do you love about this season? She is so wholesome. Everything Mm. that she experiences is so honest. Every emotion is apparent on her face. Like toddlers are not manipulative. They are not, um, you know, like, yeah, they're testing boundaries, but they're testing them with themselves more than they're testing them with you. And Evie is so so cute when she sees food that she wants she just lasers in on it and goes Ooh. her <laughs> lips get really pouty and it's just the cutest thing in the world <laughs> she you know she just all of her emotions are on her sleeve and it's adorable and she's got these you know gorgeous huge sapphire eyes that just glisten and i love that she she just charms everyone we have mm. this neighbor on the street who's just a grumpy pants and even even Evie can make him smile and come out of his shell a little bit. And it's just adorable how wholesome they are. Yeah. You know, Megan and I were talking yesterday about, uh, well, on this episode yesterday, on this episode, about how babies are my favorite season. And now that you say that, I think that might be part of it. Just that mm-hmm. anyone melts when they see a baby. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like this thing that we all have in common. Like it's very unusual for someone to see a baby and not be like, oh, what's that? Like, you know, when you see a mom with um, like a bassinet yeah. and you instantly mm-hmm. are like, is there a newborn in you there? Have to pee. And uh-huh. you want to look and then you're like, congratulations. Like everyone, everyone yeah. wants to say congratulations. I think babies and toddlers have the same effect because tall, I mean, I was, I, I was, a, I was, went to Trader Joe's yesterday. My daughter recognized one of the employees and I didn't even see it, but she started weaving at one of the employees. And when she came around to me and said, oh my gosh, your baby was weaving at me. And I had no idea. And she's like, that made my day. And I think you're right. I think that Mm -hmm. that is a really sweet thing about toddlers that they, everyone warms up to them. They're they're an icebreaker for sure. Well, and toddlers just see everyone as the same as, you know, as kind, loving, amazing people. And they're so friendly and, you know, there's, yeah, I, I love it. Toddlers, man. Toddlers. I'm yeah. here for it. So Kat, what's been one of your, um, I always, no, I never know how to word this question. Funniest, favorite, you know, just a memory from this season that you were like, oh, that mm-hmm. was so good. That was so funny. Is there something that Evie has done or said that you were like, oh, I will never forget that. Oh man. So much of what she says is hilarious. And we live in such a different world now than when we grew up because we have cameras that can, you know, we capture 20 different things a day instead of having to borrow a camcorder from somebody. Mm -hmm. Um, Specifically, I was thinking about this question. I was thinking about when I had just Lucy and when Lucy was like 18 months or so. And it was so fun back then because it was just her and I. So it was Mm. like we were little adventure bunnies. Lauren would go off to work and we would, 
you know, just hang out in the backyard. And I would let her just go walk around and we'd look at bugs and grass and she'd play in the dirt and all of these new little experiences and just the light in her face was so much fun to experience. And I have definitely felt that same thing with Eric and with Evie. There's one time we went to, um, station park and the fountain was you know making its little popping sounds and the colors and the lights were going off and eric was um two maybe and he was just screaming in absolute delight and we have it on video and i'm so grateful that we do but you just you know babies and toddlers they see these new things and experience them and it's the sense of wonder that you get to witness is amazing that's where that's that's just the most joyous part that I feel from this season I think yeah I bet like you as a parent getting to rediscover it all too with your child it's just magic Mm -hmm. well they're really good at bringing you into the moment yeah more reminding you what's that life can be simple it can be fun you don't need to rush off to the next thing let's say and look this fountain for a minute yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah very well said very well said well you know how we feel about unsolicited advice for our listeners, but we are soliciting you for advice. What <laughs> advice do you have for our listeners just about the baby and the toddler season? I think twofold. First of all, give yourself grace mm-hmm. because your house is not going to be clean. It's just not. You'll clean up one thing. Your kids are going to destroy it while you're off doing something else. And it's just going to happen and they don't care. And it's not your job to make them care right now. It's just your job to keep them safe and help them feel safe and loved and secure. And that's been really hard for me is giving up that Hmm. control over my home because I do like a tidy and an organized home. It's very difficult for me that it seems like, no one else in my family cares. Oh, that, it's like you two are related. Word for word. I think I just said that it feels like no one else cares about the cleanness of the house. And it's really hard to even force yourself to continue caring. Yeah. When no one else does. And you're like, well, why am I even doing this? Because it's going to be ruined in, you know, 10 mm-hmm. minutes. Right. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> that's one thing is just give yourself grace, live in the moment. And obviously that's way easier said than done. It's hard to undo habits and preferences and things like that but you know I think just that sense of wonder again that these kids have really helps us to refocus a little bit and realize that it is a season I love how you guys keep saying it's a season which means it will pass it's going to change so really cherish it while you have it yeah yeah very well and the other thing that I would say is if you are having any mental health concerns, especially in that baby toddler stage, like postpartum depression can creep up on you. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any with my oldest. So when it came with my second, I was blindsided and not in a position to really like press for help. I tried to get help at one point and was not, I, I did not receive the help from the source that I was told would mm-hmm. help me. And that was really, really hard. So going into my third pregnancy, I was very open with my doctor. I said that I was worried about this. Um, She put me on some medication. She was like, no, we're going to get ahead of it. We are going to just stay on it. And because 
she did that. And because I had that open communication with her and with my husband and I mean, just the conversation around mental health right now is so much more open than it used to be. And that is such a blessing. But my, my advice is that if you are struggling with something like that and you reach out for help and you don't get it, reach out somewhere else, Mm. keep reaching out, keep talking. Don't be land-based or gaslighted into feeling like it's not actually happening to you Mm -hmm. because it very well could be. Yeah. Yeah. And that also is a season, but there's also things that can help you during that season and it is worth it to get the help and be heard. That is some of the most valuable advice I think our listeners could have been given Mm. for this time and season. Yeah. It's very hard to be your own advocate, but you really have to. It really is. And it's so much easier when you've got other mom friends who are going through baby blues and other things. And you're like, please go get help. Go get help. Um, I'm here for you. All that stuff. But then how often are you actually advocating for yourself or are you there for yourself? Mm -hmm. It's so much easier to just tell other people the path to walk and then not walk it yourself. Mm. Yeah. Well said. Very well said. Oh, I've I've been nourished and fed in these 15 minutes, Megan. (laughs) I really have. It's hard. Yeah, I love it. I'm so glad that you have got to experience these three beautiful kids being toddlers and babies and now doing it again with Evie. That's just so fun. So thanks. It's pretty incredible. I know. I love them. What a privilege. <laughs> what a privilege to have these kids. Yeah. And thank you so much for sharing those wise words. That was perfect. So. All right. We're off. Goodbye okay. and good night, thank sweet you mother. So much. Talk to you, you soon. Bye. Casey. Bye. Yeah. Well, with that being said, let's put the baby to bed. The baby's to bed. Put the babies to bed. I love them. Please take a minute to rate, review, comment, leave us some feedback and love. We'll take whatever you have for us because we love you and appreciate you. And everyone. Bye. so good. You're the most perfect dad I've ever met. Oh my gosh. Ugh. oh my gosh okay we need do we have your permission to put that in because man we're over here just giggling because you are just so cute charlotte can you just shut the door and go to bed i love you They just need, I don't know, there's usually like one mm. and a half interactions before mm. yeah. before it can actually be bed- bedtime. You know? For sure, yes. Yeah.